<laughs> I'm gonna record on the three, two, one. We are speaking with the one and only a singer Terry Illus, and as we say here in Montreal, bonjour Terry, comment allez-vous? Ça va bien? Ça va bien et toi? Tu vas bien? Toujours. Uh, toujours un plaisir de se parler. You know, we we once did an interview for X Y Z entirely in French about 20 years ago. Wow! If you if you remember, I was we did something for for one of the magazines I was writing for, and you said you speak French. I went, yeah. We did the whole interview in French. But oh my god! <laughs> I have that I have that tape somewhere. But uh, I, you know what's funny, Mitch? Is I recently did an interview in Spanish. Oh really? Uh, yes, it was all in Spanish for Argentinian. Um, a magazine and it was actually a podcast as well and I was like when the guy started to speak Spanish and I forgot some of my Spanish I was like taking it like, oh my god the words the sentences I was freaking out but I did okay actually 80% of the uh, interview was in, in, in Spanish and 20% were the uh, little English, bit of English English and broken Spanish well you, you see know. here here you don't even get French you get Quebecois which is Quebecois. To to totally different because uh, we, we I can mimic your accent very well. Um, your, the way, uh, bonjour le Canada, comment ça va? Ça va très bien. See, we, it goes very well. Though. So we're, we're here to talk about the CD Hired Guns, which is a collection of songs that you've done with other artists. And yeah. you thought, hey, you know what? It's, it's rough for my fans to track down 25 different CDs. I'm going to get the best and stick yeah. them in this one place. Uh, yeah. So let, let's start with that. Talk to me just real quick about the decision because you have done other projects. You have done all these other songs. How did you get down to these 11 and say, okay, I want these ones to be featured? Well, um, first, I, you know, I'm a, as a songwriter, I write for, for a lot of other people. You know, I, I collaborate with a lot of different artists and I do a lot of... Um, um, music soundtracks, sometimes, most likely, most of the time as a ghost writer, let's face it. Uh, I do that quite a lot, and uh, I enjoy it, actually. I enjoy writing for other people and for other projects, film, TV, uh, um, little things like, you know, similar to Netflix or anything like it. So it's, I really enjoy that. Um, but um, I came across these songs because these were my favorite songs. It was difficult to choose, by the way. Uh, some of the uh, projects um, that I been involved with, I could not get the rights to the songs. Like uh, I've worked with a lot of Japanese artists. For some reasons, I was not able to obtain the rights, which is, I, I understand it is, it is what it is, it's business. So, um, but um, these particular songs I, I pretty much love and uh, I'm grateful that uh, those uh, three particular artists were, were uh, okay with that, me sharing the songs to my fans. Yeah, and, and and of course you got to work with uh, Dwayne Moreno, who's a great guitarist. I mean, he's a, he's super... a great guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a CPA. You know, he's a CPA actually, <laughs> and he's a great guy. Sometimes I call him to ask him for advice on taxes. I'm like, hey, one uh, uh, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> Dwayne is a great guy, and of course I worked with Steve Saluto. Um, he's Italian. He's a son. He's also a CPA. Oh my god, it's like amazing. <laughs> it's all these CPAs story. making music. That's great. Yeah, because they're making so much money. Uh, but uh, Steve uh, Stefano um, is also a CPA um, in Italy, and uh, he's great. And uh, I love him very, very much. He's a great, great friend. On top of that, we chat. We still, we're still friends. Still friends. Now, of course, uh, just remind folks here: we can head over to uh, terryilusa dot com. You can pick it up right there. The hired guns. It's available, yeah. and you can go get Thanks. that now. 
What does that mean, though, in terms of the next step for you? You know, now that you've been out of the uh, out of Great White and out of this, and you've gotten these collections together, do you start looking at original music? Do you start thinking about the next Terry project or X Y Z? Where where do we go from here? Thanks. Uh, well, actually, I have a new album coming out in September. Uh, I think it's September. I have to see with Frontiers, but it was produced by by uh, my my dear friend. Uh, Fabrizio Grozzi, uh, who's an Italian uh, producer, bass player, who's worked with so many uh, uh, great people. Um, it was a pleasure working with him, actually. I really, really enjoyed working with him. Um, also, I collaborated with a guitarist named Serge uh, Simic. Uh, and um, surprising, I mean, I had never heard of him before. Su- surprising, great songwriter. So we had a great time. And uh, so that's coming out, I do believe, in September. The album, all original songs, of course, the album is, it's rock, but it's a bit 70s, a bit more like, um, a bit more like uh, Humble Pie meets Bad Company meets um, early White Snake. Uh, uh, I've, yeah, I've you always know, been a big fan of White Snake, but the early White Snake, no disrespect to David, by the way, whom I... Oh, I love you know the uh, the Bernie Marsden White Snake. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what we went after because that's really when I I I left um, I left. Well, I stopped listening to to White Snake uh, after that era. You know, after the 1990s, I was like, eh, it's not that thing anymore. Don't get me wrong, it's still brilliant, and David Coverdale is still one of my favorite singers in the world. However, I was more a fan of the early White Snake. Yeah, but, ready and know. willing, Dancing Girls. You got to cover yeah. Dancing Girls for Frontiers, just for me. Covered, cut, cover well, Dancing you know, Girls. I, I love David Coverdale before that when he came up with his first album, because David Coverdale, White Snake, the very first one, yeah. um, uh, was called North by Northwest. Uh, or, uh, or North Winds. Yes, 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 yes. Great album. I, I have the album. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Oh, I'm a big fan. So I, I wanted to go back to that. Um, give it more of a uh, or, organic sound. We don't have. There's nothing. Is it, is it a bluesy sound? Is is it's, it's bluesy. The vocals are very, of course, very bluesy, but rock, but a lot of balls. Um, oh. Because you know, I mean, uh, um, Fabrizio wanted to rock, and um, Frontiers wanted to make sure that that album would would rock. So I I went. I said, yeah, let's write the song. So I pretty much wrote or co-wrote nine songs out of eleven, or I think. Yeah, I, I co-wrote, uh, Jack, um, Jake and Northrop um, wrote the lyrics for me, and I wrote the music, and the Surge did, um, I think, two or three tracks with me as well, collaborated on two or three tracks, one track with uh, Jeff Paris. Um, Jeff Paris is great. Jeff, uh, you know, I did a, a Kiss tribute back in 2013 that you were a part of, and Jeff was on it too. Yeah, I, enjoy- I called him, I said, you gotta be on it. Hey, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you want to use "Forever," or if he wants to use the uh, the, the shout video that he did, you can you have you can have them. I'm giving you the Thank rights. Thank you. Thank if you, you want to put it well, as a yeah. bonus track for Japan, Vazi, you have my blessing. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a great experience to do that. Um, it was a lot of fun to. to I listened to to that CD. There were so many great players, great songs, and great remember- performances. Great performances. They were great. It's interesting how the music community got together uh, and wanted to help for, uh, for help you and mm-hmm. your family and do a good cause. It was it was very uh, uh, touching. Very that yeah, right. 
and uh, and I will repeat it. If you want to take forever and stick it on this solo album as a bonus track for Japan, or or, or you, if you ever need me for something else, yeah. you know I'm I'm, I'm a big uh, big fan of, of of paying it forward in life. If you ever yeah. need me for another project, yeah. I would I would not charge you anything. Which is sure. Let me let me sing the track. I I believe in helping others. I believe in paying it forward. Um, Someone gave me a chance one day when I came to this country in the U.S., and I will forever be grateful. And um, so if I can help other people, if it's Why a good cause, and if, uh, if there are, I mean, the people who need the money, need get the money, then I am there. Yep. There's no it, doubt about it. Uh, 35,000 went to the palliative care home in Vaudreuil-Soulange, Quebec. So That's very good. I'm proud. I didn't know I did. I'm part of that. <laughs> yeah, you were. It was a great little uh, thing. But... Uh, let me ask you, because you talk about the blues and the blues vocal. How important is it to have sort of the right singer in a band that's singing the songs with with the right approach? Because, you know, you, you take somebody like, uh, boy, I'm trying to think, you, you know, you take David Coverdale and you put him in Rush, it's not going to work. And if you take David, yeah. you know, you take Getty Lee and you stick him in Whitesnake, it's not going to work. Uh, how important is it to, to have the guy singing the right vocals for the right, you know, the right songs, you know? It's very important. You know, music is a marriage. It's just nothing else. You, you're going to create something. It's just a marriage. You're going you're gonna to have kids and, and family, you know, stuff. it's just the same thing. It's ha- music is happiness. Music is creating something, okay, that you can share with others. So if you put the wrong singer um, in, in a band situation, like you were mentioning Whitesnake and, 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 the, and Rush. Rush, which are two fantastic bands, by yes. the way, I think it's really important to marry the right people together. You can't have one. You, it just has to be a great uh, harmony, you know. You know. So having the wrong singer, like a blues singer in a typical AOR type of band, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know. I've, I've been offered the gigs, and I'm not going to mention whom because um, I don't want to. But I've been offered many, many gigs in my life to sing for different bands, people say, oh, can you sing? And I said, no, I passed because most of those bands were very AOR, what we call like uh, uh, great bands, by the way, like bands like Warrant or Firehouse, you know, which I love and respect, but it's not really my thing. So I didn't think I would have done justice. I don't think I would have sang the songs very well. And I thought uh, another singer would probably be better at the job than myself. So to answer, your, to answer your question, I think it's really important to have, it's like having a car. Okay, check this out. It's having a Ferrari and putting a Ford Pinto uh, engine in it. It's not going to work. I mean, it's, the car is still going to go from A to B. Right. But, but it's going it to be a clunky ride. Yeah. No, but you know, I've heard so many great bands that have, you know, great guitarists, great riffs, great the whole thing. And then they have this generic singer and you go, like whom? Give me an example. <laughs> well, well, there's a lot of examples that I could give, but but yeah, you can't have generic singers in in a blues-based band. You you need you need the right guy in there. Um, getting back to to the solo record, so so it's going to come out in September. It's going to be a rock record. Yes. Um, is that something that you want to do? Because you have done you know the the acoustic stuff, and you you've done the. Um, I don't want to call it more gypsy music, but you know the the, the more sort of played up music. Uh, do, do you want to keep doing both, or or do you want to go go back to being a rock singer? 
I do whatever I want. How about God. that? All and right, I, I, I don't mean to be pretentious whatsoever. I, I mean, I, I do whatever I feel like doing. I, you, you need to know, Mitch, I do music for myself. Uh, and, I, and I'm grateful that some people still like what I do. But I do things for me. I don't do things for journalists. I don't do things to please you, although I like you, you're a friend. But no, I don't do things for anybody else but myself. Um, because music is so important in my life, so, so important. So I don't compromise. Um, uh, and, you know, um, I, like, okay, to answer that question, I have a bunch of rock country tracks coming out in the next few weeks. Why? Because I felt like I was getting close to that, that, that genre of music right now. During the pandemic, uh, things were kind of rough for everybody and, Maybe I got a little bit uh, nostalgic, or maybe I was getting a little bit um, depressed. Well, actually, I was, like a lot of people. So I, I felt like I needed to to get close to that. I don't know. I know it could be some people think it's stupid, but and I listened to a lot of country music and a lot of blues, and I was like, wow, it's touching me. So I said, you know what? Let's do a bunch of country tracks. Now, is it authentic country? Absolutely not. I would never be able to. To even if I wear a cowboy hat, I still be a Frenchman. So uh, it's not gonna work. However, I can still give it a flavor. You know what I mean? So it's important to to do things you want to do for yourself to please yourself. And if you're lucky, and some other people like it, then you should be grateful. You know what I mean? So I do what I want. I, I have a bunch of rock songs coming up, uh, really heavy rock stuff because I said no, I'm gonna rock. And then I have some country stuff. I have some Latin stuff. I don't care. Whenever I wake up in the morning and I want to write a song as a songwriter, if it feels like it's country, it's going to go country. If it's rock, heavy metal, it's going to go heavy metal. Therefore, I'm going to hook up with a so-and-so on guitar and say, hey, can you do a track for me? And that's it. That's, that's it's like, you know. That's get, the way I feel. Get the X, Y, Z guys. But all right, let me let me just quickly go over to uh, to Gypsy Dreams because you know you do Boys of Summer and you do Love Bites and and you put such a twist on them. W was that something that was just really interesting to do? Is that how like you know when you hear Boys of Summer on the radio in nineteen whatever it was eighty five or whatever it was? Did you sort of hear these different versions in your head and you say, "Ooh, I like that," but I could do this with that. Is that is that how that project came about? Yeah, when I heard the song, I mean, I've always loved that song. I'm a big fan of uh, Don. Don Hanley and the Eagles and everything he's, he's been associated with. Um, but um, I, um, when I, when I started working on the track, I realized I could not do better than Don Hanley. There's no way you can do better than that. You can do different, you know, and different is good. Um, you, you can never do better than the original. It's really, really difficult. Very few artists have done better than the original. But what you can do is different. Some people will like it, some people won't. Um, in fact, last night I was listening to a track by Johnny Cash, um, the song Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah, it's that's a great song. What a performance. Oh, oh what a performance in a video. I, I was touched. I was like, wow, that's, that's outstanding. So it's different from the original. What you can do is do something different. So when I when I did the, the Gypsy Dreams album, I just wanted to do something that I that, that I thought was right. Um, right, meaning right, uh, was not, I didn't do it just to be different. I just said, this is the way I envisioned, I envisioned the song, you know, that's all. Um, so like for, same for the Zeppelin track, uh, the uh, 
a whole lot of love. I said, yeah, I love it, but I hear more Middle Eastern stuff than, than, the, than was recorded on the original track. So I said, let's go more Middle Eastern, you know. Turned out I was right, because according to some people of Zeppelin really like it, so could be doing something right, I guess. In fact, my latest video, Wicked Game, was released two weeks ago, by the way, already has over 316,000 views. Wow. It's pretty See? good, right? That's not bad. 316,000 views in two weeks. Uh, people were surprised by the approach, but for me, when I heard that song, I've always heard that approach. Um, I said, oh, the guitar can be more Spanish because the way Chris Isaac wrote the song, the chords and everything, I said, oh, that's more Latin, that's more Spanish. Now, some people would say, what are you talking about? But no, so I felt it. It's just like, it's like sex, all right? It's the same way. You lay down, uh, you're in bed, and you, you want to try a different position. Why is the way you, you're with somebody you love and everything, and you want to do things a certain way? Why? Because it's the way you want. It's the way you like. Some other guys would do something else different. Me, I'm a little bit kinky, so I would go for the uh, <laughs> the twisted things. <laughs> some, some, some twisted things. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, folks should have, head over to terryalouis.com and pick up both Gypsy Dreams and uh, Hired Guns. Uh, one thing that you we've spoken about off-air in the past is the environment. And I was telling yes. you that there's a, a movie on Netflix, or at least Netflix in Canada, called A Plastic Ocean, a great documentary. Yes. Um, it's made me oh. rethink things. Um, yeah. Talk to me about about you, you, sort of your environmental approach and, and what you sort of see that we should leave for our kids. Well, I'm scared, to be honest with you. I have to tell you the truth. When, you know, when it comes to the environment, when I look, in fact, I just went to the bank a few minutes ago and there was trash everywhere. And I'm thinking, so I went in, inside, I talked to the manager. I said, I'd like to tell you that um, you know, the, the, your, your parking lot is really dirty. There's trash everywhere, and it's not, it's not right. You know, plastic everywhere. you got to pick this up and do things right. And he was like, oh, okay. You know, the bottom line is we need to be more responsible in general. But a lot has to do with I think people want to be responsible, I think, in general. But I think they are, not, they are being misinformed, I think, in general. And I don't think they, they're getting the right um, – uh, our leaders are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. In fact, our leaders are doing crap, whether it's from one political uh, spectrum to the other. I think in general, I'm very um, disappointed with all those uh, politicians in general. Um, I, I'm talking to talking about America or talking about France. I don't know about Canada, but in general, I'm quite disappointed because I don't think they're doing things for us anymore. They're doing things for their wallet. They're being they're, yeah. they're taking the brides. They're taking the brides all the time, and um, I think maybe at first when they get elected, they're really excited about um, uh, they're gonna do things for us and the people and everything. And as soon as they get into the government in the routine, all they care about is getting the the brides and money here, money there. So when it comes to environment, they're like, eh, yes, of course I can save the whales, but I just made a hundred thousand dollars by. Uh, Forgetting about it. Oh, I'm sorry. More, more like 100 million. It's amazing yeah. how many leaders around the world go into the government as, you know, middle class citizens or sort of a little bit nouveau riche. And they walk out of there almost billionaires. And you go, how are you making that kind of money? That's <laughs> uh, ask you a question. How did they make that kind of money? So how did they make that kind of money? Brides. People. It's so easy. People come to them. Look, it's like, it's like music. Put it this yeah. way. When we started to do music, we were um, 
we're doing the shows and everything, and it's for the love of music. And all of a sudden, you have all these people coming to you, uh, giving you coke. Like back in the days, people were giving us cocaine, weed, women, days. So just to be around uh, artists, people would do anything. Oh, let's come to my party. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It was a bride, basically. And then we, we fell for that, of course, more or less, depending on who you are and your integrity and everything. You know, I think the environment is something that I'm very much uh, aware of. And I try to donate, but also not just donate money. I want to spread the news out there. I always share things. I always uh, participate when I get an, a, an email from so-and-so company, and I think it's legit. I'm like, okay, I'll reply now and enter my name and everything. Unfortunately, where does it go? Right. But the awareness is, 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 I think, key because, you know, I saw this movie, like I said, A Plastic Ocean is what it's called on Netflix. Yeah. And it talked about how everything is in plastic and and I never noticed. And then I went down and had breakfast, you know, the other day and my eggs come in a plastic container. The bread's in the plastic. Then, you know, yep. then, then I, it was hot outside. I, you know, it was 30 degrees. I had a Mr. Freeze and that came in plastic. And, and it's just like, wow. You can't. What you, what you get? Okay, it's, you can't. What, dis, you can't escape how you make, it. How do you make plastic? From oil. There you go. Petroleum. There you go. Petroleum. So somebody is collecting the dough. Somebody's making money. It's all about petroleum. So about so somebody, the presidents or prime minister of our countries, they don't care. They yeah. just just um, they're just getting the money. And as you said, it they get into office with uh, with a very meager salary. And, and when they get out of office, they are almost billionaire. How did that happen? How did that happen? I think they are not um, doing the right things in general. Whether it's one party or another, I'm I'm disappointed in general. So, but I, I do I, I still believe I still believe some people are genuine. I still believe some people really care um, because we that's all we can do is believe that you know we do our part. I, I pick up the trash. I you know, I try to do what I can. No, am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I, I try to do as much as I can. Yeah, you try. You try to be as aware. Uh, let me just get you over to X Y Z for a second. Um, any plans moving forward? I mean, the the Frontiers record is a Terry Illu solo. It's not X Y Z. No. So, so any plans to do anything with those songs, or or, or with the band, or is there any any X Y Z in our future? Yes, we have an album ready to go. Okay. I went to Denver, which is the... Uh, the hub tour. of the music industry. Yes, yeah. that's where we live over there. I mean, everybody <laughs> in XYZ is in Denver, actually. Uh, and um, our drummer, um, um, Joey, owns a, an amazing recording studio called Avalanche, and it's just a oh, state-of-the-art studio, like the old-fashioned, like, like the record plant and the old, with different rooms, and it's just it's a million-dollar studio, which is... Really, really amazing. Anyway, uh, we went there, we recorded an album, and um, we're just uh, debating on how to to mix it and how to let's just say let's just say we agree and disagree on on the production and uh, and where it should go. Some some of us believe that it should go more pop. I'll tell you what. To- send over the mixes to me, and I'll tell you what I like because I'm your fan it's base. Good, it's a good idea. You know yes. what? We, in fact, believe it or not, we are going to do that with some people, um, and oh. I will include you. You know, yes. thanks. For, let, let, let me write this down. Hold on a second, because I need to write everything down. <laughs> so. You know, I uh, 
I did that years ago with a uh, with a Canadian band, Honeymoon Suite. They uh, oh, I love those guys. Great band. They had an album called Clifton Hill, and the manager at the time, Tom Tremuth, sent me the album in a in a sequence. You know, song one, song two, and I listened to it, and I thought, wow, this is tedious and boring. And I took my playlist in iTunes, and I re-put everything, and I sent it back to him, and he said, he said, oh my god, this album sounds so much better. I go, yeah, because <laughs> you didn't have the songs in the right order. You had like. Slow, 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 fast, 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 slow, slow, slow. It's like nobody wants to listen to an album like that. So no, no, it's important to have a, a different ear, and I, I will, uh, I'll take you up on that. Absolutely. Right now, we're, but I thank you for for offering that. Right now, we're debating because uh, let's just say I want to go more rock, um, and some members of the band, my my, my partner Pat wants to go more pop. Uh, now I don't know if he's right. Or wrong, I don't know. I just think that we disagree. Well, we have Pat is my brother. We, we you know, so we we disagree. But, but what do you, what do you mean by pop? I mean, are we talking like Backstreet Boys pop, or are no, we talking pop no, like no. Uh, like Living on a Prayer pop? No, not even that. <laughs> more pop like uh, more pop like um, Goo Dolls pop. Oh well, listen. I'm gonna have to hear the songs, but but I don't think X Y Z should be doing Goo Goo Dolls. I mean, if X Y Z wants to do Def Leppard, okay, because you know Def Leppard is big arena sort of pop rocky. No, he's not that. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, if it's Goo Goo, well, listen, uh, uh, he might be right. It depends on the song. Each song, I, he could the be song right. was written. Yeah, you you know, Mitch. Some of the songs were written specifically. Uh, with that in mind. Now, I just didn't write the song. Oh, I'm going to do a song like that. It just happened that as a songwriter, as I said, I picked up my guitar and I wrote that song and it came out like that. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like uh, it could use some cello. It could use this, it could use that. I mean, what I meant by Google Dolls, I'm not copying the Google Dolls, but it, that, that era where they had all the cellos and everything, you know. And I said, oh, it could use more piano here, which we never used before. I'm like, oh, it could use more this or more. And then the song went into a different direction. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now the song can still go in the, on the other direction, opposite direction, because the song is a song. It just depends how you approach it. Um, so Paul, Pat and I, we disagree, uh, but we have the album ready. And it, it's the songs are really good. It's just a matter of coloring. It's just like a picture. adding like a beautiful cars because, you know, I'm a car yeah. collector. So for me, when I have a beautiful car, it's a matter of, the right engine or the right paint or the right wheels. Now it's just a matter of do we agree on this particular production or not? Um, that production is great, by the way. There's nothing wrong with it. I I, I love what Pat did and it's great. Um, I'm not sure it's what I would do. So uh, to be diplomatic, I would just say, well, let's see what's going to happen. We're going to decide. We, we are going to send the tracks to some people. Because we want to get a, a, a reaction, so I will. I, I wrote it yeah. down. S- send me because... both versions, and don't tell me who's who. Don't bias my decision. I'll just listen to both songs or both versions, and I'll tell you. Yes, honestly. Yeah, you know, I've, already, I've already had a couple of friends um, 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 whom are in the music business, uh, journalists and uh, producers and music executive that I've known for a long time, and they said, "Yeah, send me the tracks. I'm going to give you my opinion." Great. I think it's fair. Uh, but, but you know, it's fair, you know, um, but as a songwriter, I, as I said to you, I wake up, I write, sometimes the song goes left or right. I don't know. No. Yeah. And, and it's, it's hard to judge. It's all based on the song. I mean, listen, you, you look at a song, like I said, living on a prayer, 
it works with the keyboards and the big vocals and stuff. You know, if you, if you made it too heavy metal, it wouldn't necessarily work. But if you, you know, so it all depends on, on the song. Uh, when do we expect to see that out? And and when do we expect to see the solo album? Is, is this sort of everything in the fall of 2021? Or? In the fall. The solo album for Frontier is going to be in the fall. Meanwhile, I'm going to release about, um, I'm going to release about two songs a month. Uh, I have, they're ready. I mean, they're mixed by a friend of mine named Tony Phillips who's a great um, mixer, engineer, who's worked with uh, The Who and The Pretenders and everything. So he's a buddy of mine. Um, he's from England. And um, we are the songs are mixed and ready to go. It's just a matter of how many songs I'm, I'm going to release every month. You know, I have so many songs ready to go. You know, I have two albums ready to go, basically. It's like 14 songs. Wow. During the pandemic, I wrote about 40 songs. Because I was depressed as heck. I mean, I don't know about you, man, but I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I have to admit that the uh, pandemic has been the best year of my life. I loved it. I loved it. Wow. Uh, I love not having to go anywhere. And I love sitting at home and, you know, I just walk the dogs every day. I, listen, I, I'm one of the few, not that I'm wishing it stays like this, because I, I kind of want to get back to regular life. But I thought it was okay. But what about, because you, you were getting your salary, right? Or not? I was getting a salary, yes. Uh, See, I, I have not lost a penny. Yeah, we musicians didn't get a salary. I right. mean, I had a tour schedule to go to Australia. I had a bunch of things, a yep. bunch of, so many shows. Everything got canceled. I haven't worked since uh, yeah. last uh, last uh, February, aside from doing a, a special appearance with... Um, yeah, and, I, and I'm not making fun of that or dimin di diminishing oh. that. I mean, I know there's a real pain for for a lot of people, so, but... Yes, no, I, I understand. You, you you were getting a salary for me. I didn't get a salary since uh, wow. since February uh, last year, 2020, ex aside from doing a, a side project with uh, George Lynch. Wow. Um, back in December, we did a, a corporate event together. Other than that, I haven't seen any money. I mean, I'm... Uh -huh. I'm I'm glad I had money saved up, but otherwise yeah. I'd be in serious trouble because I don't get unemployment. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, that that's that's one of the the tolls that you forget because listen, I'm I've been on this computer. It's four o'clock in the afternoon now. I've been on this computer since eight o'clock in Zoom meetings all day, and it's been like that since March of 2020. You're a lucky guy. So I I just I mean I've been staring at this screen for six hours, and I do that every day and been fun i mean you know i i get to uh, i get to do meetings in pajamas i have fresh coffee every every 20 minutes i've got a dog sitting here on my lap i mean that's a lot uh, the one on my lap is a chihuahua oh chihuahua i love those guys you yeah, know I, I, they're pretty I, smart you know yeah I, I don't know well he's 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 asleep but yeah you know that's uh it's it's been it's been good so but uh, it's time it's time to get everybody working it's time to get everybody back out there and you know, last night I was watching hockey and the Canadian teams have no fans. And then I watched the Carolina Hurricanes and they had it full. And you know what? There's just an ambiance. There's just, it, it just, it's just better with fans. Now, we're talking about hockey. How come, why is it that you guys have the best players in the world? Now, I know some people are going to say, no, we don't. Yeah, the Canadians are amazing when it comes to hockey. hockey. Why is it that you guys are so amazing at hockey? I think it's everything. I think it's the infrastructure. There's a lot of local programs for kids. There's a lot of government support for, you know, Canadian uh, hockey, Canadian uh, Olympics. 
uh, Olympic hockey. There, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, we're not great at golfers because we get to golf two months a year, whereas we get to play hockey twelve months a year. So, there, 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 there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of Canadians that dream of being in the NHL. You know, we, growing up in Russia, people will be like, "Well, I, they don't dream of being in the KHL. They, they dream of you know." And, and when you're in California, you dream of being a baseball player. Or you dream of being uh, Tiger Woods. But in here, right. we, we want to be a Maple Leaf. We want to be a Canadian. We want to be a, a Calgary Flame. That's, that's what it is. So, But I think a lot of it comes down to the support. You know, a lot of the local governments have kept the rinks affordable, have kept ice time affordable. Uh, equipment, that's another story. But, you know, there's that's that's what you do. So It's like it's like soccer in French. In France. In France, yeah. You know, if you go to uh, if you go to oh, oh, South America, whatever, or anywhere. In, France, like, oh, in fact, the rest of the world, <laughs> it's like soccer yeah, in the rest of the world. world. In England, France, Germany, I mean, soccer is so huge, people don't get it. It's it's it's, a, it's not even it's just a religion. It people is. People talk about soccer like it's a religion. You know, people kill. I mean, look look what happened. I think eight years ago when uh, a, a goalie made a mistake and uh, was from uh, Venezuela, or I forget which South American country, and. Uh, he got killed. Yeah. He, he got out of, of, of the arena, um, the, the, the game, and he got killed like a few hours later. So fans, they were so upset, you know. So uh, soccer is a religion in over there. So, But there's a lot of local programs. I remember when I was a kid, um, all you could do, I mean, they were at school, were like, oh, you have to join your soccer team. And I was like, no, I want to learn wrestling. I want to learn martial arts. And they were, there's no school for that. I'm like, really? So, so I had to go and find a school. I know my uh, my dad make me made me go to soccer here, and I was just like, oh, I don't want to play soccer. I'm, I'm not... You don't play soccer. Uh-uh. No, I, they, they, the, the Canadian team is not that popular, you know, in, no. in the soccer place. No, but my uh, my dad was a goalie in a professional league in France. He was up uh, the Paris Red Stars back in the fifties. Oh wow! In the fifties, yeah. In the fifties, and uh, came here, and he was like, "You're gonna play?" Because my dad's from France, you know. You're you're gonna play soccer? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> don't make me play soccer. I hated it. You hated it. Huh? Oh, I hated it. Because in America, I mean, the American team, the female American team, is amazing. I mean, just like and girls love it. Oh my God, girls love it. Girls love soccer. It's yeah. amazing. Just play. They're really good. Guys are so-so, but girls are amazing. Yeah, but here, I mean, here you're just standing out in 30 degree heat. It's like humid, like Florida. There's mosquitoes and black flies, and it's just like, ugh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, uh, on that, as uh, as as we say in Montreal, merci beaucoup. Always a pleasure. Toujours un plaisir. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And voila. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Oh, let, me, let me let me turn the recording on.